0: You're listening to the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast.
1: Purebred hustlers, baby. (laughs) What's going on, guys? John Wentworth here, Thoroughbred Podcast, and uh, I always ask Christian to play that intro for me, even behind the scenes, just so I, uh, well, that's my boy, Tony Strozier, so I hear his voice, I'm ready to rock, and I'm with my other boy, my friend, I can't even look at him without darn crying. Oh, you Um, said that the last time. Come on, now. It's just true, baby. Um, so I'm just gonna look over here. Um, but man, Todd Warda, right? Um, an elite leader. Uh, you can you can remove the word business. Uh, you can add uh, father, friend, husband. Uh, business, you can add that back in there now. Um, but it's so much more than just an elite business leader. But, you know, leadership is way more than just business, right? Well, thank
0: you. Yes, I agree. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for having, having – uh, ha- thank you for coming over from the other hall and being on our show. <laughs> But uh, so, you know, Todd Warda, real estate agent here uh, with our group. Also, as I mentioned, friend, faith follower, uh, just a great guy. And so it's going to be fun. We're going to do uh, this podcast. We're going to do another video uh, talking about the, a little bit more on the business side. Um, but I guess I, I don't really know where I'm going to start because I never planned this. Sure. Um, so let's just jump in with. Hmm.
0: Oh, this ought to be good. This would be fun.
1: Remember when we played hockey together in the locker room at night? No, I'm just playing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wouldn't tell those stories.
0: Then. <laughs> no, we're not telling it. I'd be on the short end of that stick. We, we've been uh, we've been together a long, long time. We've been through a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of life's. Great moments. Well, no ups oh. and downs, and
1: well, and here's Christian. You know, my 20 year old, and Todd's like, "Gosh, remember when we used to coach him and your son Josh in hockey?"
0: Yeah, and I, you know, at at the end of the day, I think we've produced great kids. 100. percent You know, what I mean, and that's the that's why we're here. Yes, right? yes, is to pass on those traits and watch
1: them flourish and become great men. You mean it's not just make more money? Heck no, it's not about money. <laughs> you know, I, got a, I didn't tell you this, but I got a text from Stacy today, like this long, and uh, oh, it was just so fulfilling, you know? Um, and I think when we're recognized, it's more than the fulfillment, it's like, so the text was great, but what it really said to me is that she's feeling me pouring into her still 10 years later. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? And that's what's so powerful. So tell us about, I mean, from a leadership standpoint, right? I mean, a, a, a leader being, you know, Todd and I have this relationship where um, he can call me and say, John, I I, I think you need to look at what, what you're doing in this area or this arena or this category. I'll give you an example. You know, we are out door knocking one day and uh, <laughs> and somebody got upset, right? And I'm like, screw them. And Todd's like, John, you can't do that. You got to be thinking about what people feel and what people think. And I'm like, oh, man. And I think the difference is leaders can be checked. Mm, sure. Right? Ego can't be. No, I agree. Yeah. And, and so giving you the platform or the, or like I'm an open door and you always know it, like you can check me anytime. But you allow that also. I
0: absolutely allow that because, I mean, even the last two years, just seeing the growth in this organization, um, I think we all can achieve so much more so much more growth. Um I mean we're all Christians and I want I'm redeemed, right? But it's it's when we're having I'm learning lately that if it if there's a pain point in your life, God's putting his finger on it for a reason. Oh 100%. So everything that I that I'm trying to doing and you're doing here is just elevating us as people.
1: Well, and so look, you know, as he's telling me this, I'm like, okay, forget about the podcast. Forget about, we're just going to talk, right? Sure. And that's the damn podcast. And I'm probably going to swear a little bit because I get fired up and I'm trying. You know, but what you said is so true, you know, the pain points like, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of the intimacy behind me. Sure. And so, you know, um, just being in Nashville a couple of weeks ago at the Shepleck event, you know, there were two big things that really hit home for me. Um, and it is. It's just the same thing you're talking about, that ref- willingness to reflect, the willingness to, yes, we're doing so well but we know we can do so much more. And that growth that you're talking about isn't about sales numbers. That will come with it, right? I mean, sure. if we do the right thing and we work hard, you're, you're going you're gonna to sell more real estate, you're going to serve more people. But I think it's just that internal growth that we're all striving for. And, and we were just talking before we went on, like, um, I don't know, what's the date today? It's, uh, it's February 6th, and last night, what did we count, seven? Seven of our team members were in the gym, different gyms, some in the same gym, some in different gyms, but seven of them in the gym last night uh, at like eight o'clock at night.
0: Well, that's, that's because of what's being built here as a team. You know what I mean? This, this work family has created this accountability that people want to do better and they almost want to, um, it's not a competition, but they want to do it for their teammates, well, they want to uh, be the best version of themselves. Exactly. Right.
1: And and, and having some, some friendly competition isn't bad either. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> right. Um, but, but being in... And, and I'm going to lead with this, and then I'm going to ask you, what was that moment for you? So for me, I mean, the, you know me, man. I'm on this journey all the time, right? Like, how do I improve? How do I get better? And sometimes, frankly, I'm too hard on myself, you know? Uh, and my wife tells me that. She's like, dang, man, you, you got to go easy on yourself. Um, but I just... You know, I feel like every time I get better for me, I get better for 50 other people. Sure. You know, that, that, so there's more to it, but really break it down. Like, okay, Christian's 20. You know, I look back at my parenting of him and I'm like, wow, um, he must be blessed by the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, and I'm not beating myself up over it. I did what I could do at that time, but I could have done way more. I just wasn't there yet as a person right you know whether it was drinking or whether it was running the roads or you know pouring into work more over everything else but then i also look at okay well all the work that we do now is to get to where we are so that we can you know now i've got two different two two uh children that i parent differently sure yeah you know um but being in nashville there were two things that were said to me that were really impactful one was when i was at lunch with heath evans right and we were at lunch like this and we sat down and, and, as soon as we, and, and, you know, we've spoke on the phone a lot. We shared a little bit of our stories. Uh, but as soon as we sat down he they put his hand in my hand, he goes, tell me about your mom. And I'm like, man.
0: Powerful. He just, yeah, that's the Holy spirit. Just knowing something needs yeah. to be said. Yeah. Well,
1: and you know, I had just given my, my speech. He wasn't there for that cause he flew in that day. Um, but, uh, and so I just started telling him and I'm crying. My chicken tasted salty, you know, <laughs> I mean, just tears like mad and, uh, you know, and, and, and in our conversations with him, I tell him that, you know, I, I, I'm struggling with drinking. And struggling with drinking isn't like, oh, I'm getting blown out every day. It's like, okay, I don't want to drink today, and then I still do. And even if it's one, well, then I didn't, I, I didn't do what I w- set out to do in the morning. And I said to him, I said, you know, I'm so sick of thinking about it. Mm. Like it weighs on me. Like I'm thinking about it, it's driving me crazy. And he put his hand in my hand again, and he said, quit worrying about that and focus on healing your heart.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, whoa. That's that's powerful, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was, but it was also clarity because it was like, okay, okay, so this is a leadership podcast. We're talking about healing our hearts, but you know what? Leaders are willing to do what you said earlier: find the pain point and go
0: right at it. Oh, for sure, for sure. And you know, I heard this a long time ago: um, wounded people wound, ooh, healed people heal. Amen. So when your heart is healed, all of a sudden you're healing the other people in the organization or who or in your lives. And you're not even realizing it.
1: Well, and, and you know, my wife, I shared that story with her and she's like, you know, but don't strive so hard for that, that you're dissatisfied too. Cause you may never heal that completely. Like it's never going to go away, you know, but it's, and, and so I don't know Christian here, you're going to do a little live. I don't know, um, you know where that line is, but I tell you what, that gave me a lot of clarity. And then I always talk, I always think about and I talk about with my wife is the struggle that I have with Rocco, our son, right? Not, not Dahlia. You know, we're, we're straight. And Rocco and I are straight too, but there's always a struggle because he's a little shit just like I am, mm-hmm. just like I was. And, um, and Christian was never that way. Christian was like Dahlia. You know, hey, tie your shoes. Okay. Rocco tie shoes and he throws a shoe out the window you know yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's just that's just who he is and so um you know learning to embrace who he is and and uh and and he talked about that too you know he said you've got to pull you've got to go share with those kids that you're still hurting you don't have to tell them why well you got to share with them that you're still hurting and that sometimes you're projecting that on on others and 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 tell them you know, share that a little bit of what happened uh, so that they can start to have empathy for you. I'm like, wow, how is a nine-year-old gonna have empathy? But it's so true, I sat down and talked to, to Rocco, I mean, I took him in the closet, I had to I had to basically <clears> handcuff <throat> him to the wall to get him to sit still for five minutes. <laughs> but I did, I shared a little bit of this, and, uh, and it was funny because over the next few days, there were these moments, like we were playing basketball, you know, and I twisted my ankle and dropped for a second, and he was empathetic for like, I don't wanna say the first time, because he's full of empathy in his heart, but sure. it's just usually I don't see it, you know? And 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 he was empathetic. Hey, are you okay, Dad? Yeah. You know, so that was interesting. The second thing, and I don't want to I don't want to go on and on, but I think this goes back to what you said, attacking these pain points because mm-hmm. our past is in our future, right? Sheplak always tells us that. that. Oh, our for pa- sure, our past is in our future. And so you, you know, people always say, well, forget about it. No, you got to go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. But the second thing was when we were talking about you know the, the this uh, this thing with Rocco, uh, I said to Shepleck, I said, uh, you know, I shared something with him, and he said, bro, I know. And uh, and I said, you know, I just I got I I gotta do this for Rocco, and he said, uh, you gotta do it for Dahlia, because Dahlia is gonna choose you in ten years. And I'm like, oh
0: shit! You, you mean the person she wants to be with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so
1: then it was like, oh wow. So you know, you know when you and so th- that those two moments every day I think about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and so it's just one day at a time, and uh, you know we're at two weeks, and we're just gonna keep on rocking. And, and and I don't want to make it about that, but no, no, but I
0: think it's a. You gotta remember, like I'm one of the people in your life that have that has seen the transformation. I've seen all the things that you're talking about. I mean, yeah. since since Christian was just born. Yeah. So it, it's really, and I say this to you all the time, it's really amazing watching God work in your life and how God has worked in our lives and brought yeah. us back together. Yeah. And, and when you were at your lowest, I was there for some reason, Yeah. even to give you a little bit of uh, advice here and there. And then all of a sudden my world drops, I'm at my lowest and who's there to pick me yeah. up and bring me back. So it's just been, it's been awesome to watch. And, um, God is God is good
1: all the time. No doubt. You know, I think one thing that's really interesting with Todd and I, like, Todd and I have this amazing relationship, but I don't hang out with him every day of the week. I mean, I, he's here every day of the week, but we're at different stages of our life, right? I mean, his kids are grown and gone. i got a 9-10-year-old, and a 10 year old, you right? know what I mean? Right. So it's like, but, but there's never a moment where I know he's not one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is important too because you know friends people people put this word on friends and maybe that's what we'll we'll call this show friends right but the comeback but people (laughs) always talk about oh you're only gonna have one true friend in your life and i'm like that is the lamest thing i've ever heard and it's what society sells us on right and and here's what i kind of my my take on that is that yeah if all you're thinking about is what can you get out of a relationship or out of people, then you're you're gonna limit yourself. Sure, and and vice versa. If all you're thinking about is pouring yourself into everybody else, you're gonna end up with a lot of great friends. Because I'm blessed, man. I mean, I, I i could I could name ten people that are highly, highly, highly impactful in my life that I consider great friends. Oh, same here. And uh, another thing is,
0: I think that. When when you talk about these friends, like I feel like I poured into Christian's life, and I p- feel like you've poured into Josh's life. Yeah. And I think it takes a village to do that. Like you, it takes a, a it takes that friendship to understand that. Hey, it's okay for you to call my son out because I trust you.
1: Exactly. But well, because if I'm going to trust you to call me out, <laughs> yeah, then I'm going to trust you to call him out. Sure. Tell us. Um... I mean, tell us about your journey in real estate. I guess I mean because that's leadership. You've been a big. Uh, I mean, you started out unlicensed. You've been here how many years? Do you know actually? I
0: do actually. I, you know, remember I was here as a photographer for right. a, for a year. I know I was giving um, you so shit this, every so, time
1: you took pictures. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it'll be um, as an agent. It'll be eight years now, wow. but you know, almost nine and a half as um, yeah. as part of the <gasps> team. Yeah, so.
1: It's been fun. Um,
0: unbelievable. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
1: So Todd started as a photographer. Well, you've always been. I mean, that was your business. That was your that was your right. passion. Yep. And you're back taking photos, which is awesome. Yeah, you know? I, I
0: enjoy it. I'm just doing it for fun now, just nature and stuff like that. We went to Yellowstone and I had a great time. But uh, I, no, I don't want to do any photos for people or, or homes anymore. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, why would you? You know, you're selling 10 million a year in real estate. But but that journey. So, you know, starting as a brand new agent, you know, mm-hmm. and as you said, going through a trying time uh, in your life personally. Sure. Um, and I'm like, OK, you're taking photos. That's great. But I think you could do so much more. Like, I mean, you, you should be selling real estate. And so that whole conversation in, ensued. And, you know, it's always scary for anyone starting in real estate. Oh, I, I mean, I know you remember, I took a huge leap of faith.
0: Yeah. And when I sold the business, I quit cold turkey. Yeah. Like, all right, let's just do this. Yeah. I don't know where my, ne- I don't even know how to do it, but <laughs> uh, let's try it. You know, and it's just a, this, that was the faith that I had in you. And I think that was a God moment too, like trust in him, like we are supposed to be together for a reason. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so thankful to be part of the organization, but also I, I enjoy so much watching um, these people that you're bringing, from, like a Sarah mentor serving oh. Serving at the laundry. Sarah didn't even know how to open a computer and use <laughs> she, it. She never She had one. literally <laughs> did not know. I, she said, what should I go buy? Go buy a MacBook Pro. Okay, how do I open it? Next day how do, do I turn it, it on? She, uh, and all of a sudden, she's making... More money than she ever thought she'd yeah. make. And it's not about the money. She's right. helping people too.
1: But transforming lives is what I love watching. Yeah. There's that fine line between money, you know, because we talk about, oh, money's not important. Um, it is important. It just can't be, like, if your end all is more money, you're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to be fulfilled. And so where do you find fulfillment, I think, is another really important thing. And, and I think we all are searching for that in, some, in, you know, in one way or another. But you've got to find fulfillment in, well, we find it. I think fulfillment and contentment, two different things, you know, but I think contentment is really what we should search because, because that's happiness Sure. and we should all want to be happy, but there's never been enough money in the world to keep a marriage together. Amen. Right. So, a- amen. so it's not yeah. like money isn't the fulfillment part. It's it's the serving, it's the giving, it's this it's the helping others. It's it's all of the things that you've done along the way because through your growth, I mean you were a big part of us growing this organization, you know? I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today without that. Um and so tell us just a little bit about that journey. I mean, you got into real estate, you started selling. It was different times then, right? I mean it was just like you, me and Stacy and Brooke.
0: Yeah. I mean it was um, at that time it was you know, buyers, 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 you know, and now you're running, it seems like you're running from seven in the morning to 10 at night in the summertime, showing as many homes as you can. Uh, And uh, trying to serve as many people as you can. And at that time there was a lot of inventory and I felt like we just, I don't know. We exploded. Yeah. It, it just serving people and, and doing the right thing. And it wasn't about, you know, you'd have to almost tell a person this, that I don't think this is the right house for you. Yeah, And they really respected that. Like, so we're not, they're here just to sell them the home. We're here to help them make a good decision.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. So, uh, along that journey though, cause what I want to get into, which you'll try to avoid cause you're humble is you played a big role in this business, you know? And, and, and a lot of that is going back to the friendship, right? Because hey, you have a servant's heart and, and you like to pour into things even without being asked and because I trust you and love you I'm like go for it you know what I mean <laughs> and, that, and it was great and I, and I feel like there's always these ebbs and flows in life and there's always these ebbs and flows in business and so you know Todd's gone from playing, um, not playing, serving a little bit of a management role while selling, serving a little bit of this role while selling, like doing a lot of a lot of little one offs, if you will. Right. Sure. But also recruiting, also um, some marketing stuff, like a lot of different things. And I think that's really. um, And then he's like, I just want to (laughs) sell. Yeah, I think there came a point where, you know. I think you have to know who
0: you are. I think that's very important where your strengths are and, and where your weaknesses are and how you can best serve the organization. I think that's really you have to step back and say, what's best for the organization? Because I feel like God would bless me either way, but he wants you to make a decision.
1: Yeah, no doubt, right? no so doubt. So you can't
0: teeter totter because it's not fair to the organization. Well,
1: it's not fair to yourself either, right? right? because then you're torn and you're, and, you know, uh, one of the things that I'm really trying to get to as we build to this next step, you know, having to having to let somebody go and and now we've replaced with with the right the sure. right person as of now. Yep. Um, but is is uh, you know like he's like, what do you want me to do the first two weeks? I go nothing. Be a sponge. What do you you mean? I'm like, I don't want to do anything except just be here, listen, talk to people, learn, pay attention, like nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we're two weeks in. I think you got some shit to do now. (laughs) (laughs) Time to work. But, but so, so through those ebbs and flows, you know. Businesses go through those those ebbs and flows and our lives go through those ebbs and flows. What is it that you think from a leadership standpoint, right? Because whether you're leading a company or leading your family or leading the church or whatever you're leading, you're leading. I mean, everybody here is a leader in some impact. Sure. You know, an agent that's only been here two months, they might be the leader to the person walking in the door right now. Yeah. So in your opinion, what do you feel is, you know, the traits that people need to be focused on in their leadership? Well, I think you
0: have to love yourself. Okay. You have to be confident in yourself. The people that second guess themselves or don't have a lot of confidence, it shows, it really does show. Uh, and you might not know all the answers. Um, but I think the most important thing is lead by example. And if you don't know the answer, find it and tell and be honest. And and I think that's really impactful today. It's, it's amazing. You'll hear it all the time. Hey, thanks for calling me back.
1: Oh, my gosh. Thanks for
0: calling me back. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I call you back? Um, just there's, there's some there's some good agents and there's some bad agents, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: well, that's anything. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, probably some school teachers that yeah. don't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Um, so
0: I just try to lead by example. I, I, I do lead with my heart. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like if God puts me in front of a person, I'm there for a reason and I need to help that person. Yeah. And
1: that's kind of how I ran the business. So when you say lead from the heart, you know, people, people, um, in fact, in in Nashville, you know, when I spoke, I said this, I said, you know, I do lead from my heart and has that cost me money? Yeah. And I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, because I think at the end of the day, again, I mean, if you're focused solely on money. And, and money matters. Again, don't get me wrong. Like I'd rather make six figures than 50 grand. I mean, but 50 grand's a great living to somebody else too, you know? So I, I don't want to diminish that. But it's um, knowing that we're pouring into people first. Does it cost us money at some times? Probably from a business standpoint. But I'm not in it for today or tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'm in it for 10 years from now uh, You know, when Stacy and Brooke, I mean, think about that. Stacey and Brooke have been here almost 10 years yes. as, as salaried employees, and they're going to retire someday. someday. From here. From from freaking Wentworth Real Estate Group. I mean that's crazy. That, that is great. It's, it's unbelievable in fact you're gonna I mean yeah. so it's like And
0: it's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Oh shit, severance package. No I,
0: I uh, man, I got I got a lot more life in me. Yeah. We have eleven grandchildren. The eleventh one was just born on Amen. Monday. Amen. Congratulations. So, and I was, you know, I was thinking about this. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but you, you were, you were talking about your, your ebbs and flows of your life, and I believe God redeems us, right? And He gives us seven times greater than what we had, right? So you had a a, a very bad experience as, as a child and, and upbringing with your parents. However, look at He's giving us a chance to do, yeah, to redeem. What you didn't have, yeah. and I think about that from my ups and downs in my life when I was at my lowest, and now all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm single. I, I'm, no, we're I, single. I, I, you're not single no, now. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a, I'm a single man at that time, thinking this is great. I have no one to be responsible for, and he laughs and says, ha, "You wait," and, right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, now we have this enormous family that is we're blessed and and we're pouring into each other and it's it's just amazing to watch how I now have an opportunity to be to have an impact uh, on all of them
1: every one of them yeah so it's, that's challenging. We do. That's got to be challenging too, though, having 11 grandchildren. I it, mean, it is for you, sure. You know, for but sure. You can look at it from that different lens, though, now and say, hey, okay, God's put this on my plate for a reason. And I can either go, oh my gosh, now there's 11 kids at my house right now. Or I could say, thank God there's 11 kids at my house right now. Sure. And sometimes I do the
0: other opposite. I just <laughs> want to tell you, <laughs> hey, I you're, do. you're human. I mean, right. <laughs> but, you know, my wife, bless her heart, she really teaches me a ton and she's just been a blessing. So, yeah.
1: Your, your wife is special. She's very, um, I, I don't even know the right word to describe her if if the listeners like like if I painted a picture for you and you've never seen her uh, soft gentle um, spiritual and direct would be the words that I would use um, and she's about five she's five foot yeah oh she's five foot she's about five foot yeah
0: she's about <laughs> but I tell you what you know she she has such a, a heart for calling you out and she doesn't but she, she doesn't, can do it without she, calling you out. You know what I mean? But like, you know, she's calling you out. Right. You know but, what I mean? But like,
1: you're like, oh, you're right. I am an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. She's just such a good communicator. Yeah. And, and I think that if you just sat down and listened to her, like you have, yeah. she, you know, hey, I got a word for you. And oh we're gosh. both, like, blown away by yeah. the word. I think that's. Uh, that's just God putting two people together that need to be together.
1: Don't you think, I mean, here, look, we're talking about the Thoroughbred podcast, right? Leadership, you know, being an elite leadership leader in business. But, I mean, you know, the more we learn about leadership and we're studying it all the time and we have coaches and, and so on and so forth, the more I learn about leadership, it has less really to do with with really leading almost, it almost has more to do with, I mean, you lead by example, you lead by doing, you lead by facilitating, by helping, by providing, but it almost feels like there's more leadership in getting out of the way. <laughs>
0: <And> from yourself.
1: <laughs> from yourself. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and also letting other people just do their thing, you know, and it's like, uh, how does leadership come out of reflection? Well, you go back, you look at it, you you, you face it, and then you grow from it. And then you get to a point and there's, and you go back and you attack the next pain point and you go back and you attack the next thing. And then you, you, you know, everybody wants, again, we, we're so taught to hide from it, suppress it, take this fucking pill. You know what right, I mean? Like right. society has us so brainwashed and, and I'm sorry, I'm swearing. Uh, but that, that I'm passionate about that. You know, um, I, I just feel like it's. So I think a really important thing, like for our listeners, if you really want to find that contentment and that fulfillment, you've got to be able to look inward. Oh, amen. Right. You've got to be able to 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 embrace the internal instead of the external, right? Yeah, we've got on nice clothing. Well, we're going to go into somebody's home. I mean, that's out of respect. Would I rather be here in a T-shirt? Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, but the external, our society is so focused on the external. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I've been <laughs> it's, there. It- I mean i pulled a freaking horse trailer with an escalade i couldn't even afford the damn thing you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean it's not about the shiny cars and the shiny house but it is about a healthy heart and a healthy family
1: yeah there you go so so people we know right whether they want to admit it or not if they're listening they're like oh yeah that's me because it's all of us at some point and and i think that that's something that we're always making sure we're checking is our ego. Because I always say ego is a sneaky sucker, man. When you least expect it, all of a sudden you got ego. You know what I mean? And so how, how do we protect that? How do you protect that, right? Because you could say, oh, I'm Todd. We're fucking, <laughs> I can do anything. In fact, this guy, I, uh, <laughs> this guy got offered to work at a different um, real estate company for free. Pay nothing. Just work here for free. So so what keeps you on your path? You. Oh, well, (laughs) the
0: culture here. I mean, you, I mean, I just, I trust you. I trust what's going on here. Um, I want to be part of it uh, because I know we're helping people. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I never want, I, I never wanted my, name and the sign. I want to be able to Me help either. people. <laughs> I, I mean, no shit. I, I want to be in the background. I've always wanted to be kind of in that background, but I always felt like I could lead by example. Yeah. And you, you, know? you do. I so, mean,
1: every day you show up, uh, you know, I was thinking about uh, this the other day when we talked about, Hey, are you available tomorrow? And, and I'll kind of let you tell the story. Cause I tell it all the time. And then I'm like, you, you don't ever really respond. I'm like, what am I full of shit here or what? But I mean, there was that time, right. Where I'm like, okay, you know, Todd said, man, I I feel like I'm I'm working hard, but I'm not going to the next level. And what was that big change for you? Well, I think at that time, I, you know,
0: I've always been, you're going to like this. I've always been a morning person, right? I like to wake up in the morning. I feel energized. I feel ready to go. I like to get in the office, get as much done as I can. And then I don't then I feel trapped if I'm in the office. Like, I got to get out. (laughs) So uh, it's really something I was just getting into the office for maybe 7.30 to 9 and thinking, okay, good. Now I got to go talk to some people, and I'd be out and about, but it didn't seem like I was... it didn't seem like I was f- living up to my full potential. And that's when I think you recognize like, listen, you can't just come in for two hours in the morning and then go. You need to buckle down and, and stay in the office a little more and And I think that's where really what changed yeah. inside the office is learning the out, the other side of the business and I think that's really important for agents to do.
1: Well, I agree. I mean, that's one of the things as we're growing now, we're talking about is, you know, as these agents come in, in fact, and, you know, here's another example of Todd being able to come to me and, and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good ass idea. Um, but, but, you know, whether it's, you know, showing agents or ISA, one of the things that even McKenna said, because, you know, McKenna now is with us as an agent and she worked here last year um, as she was going to school, um, not as she was going to school, during the summer. Uh, She went to school at U of M in Arbor, so she was downstate, but uh, she's like, man, I learned so much sitting in with Brooke and Stacy. Sure, you know, the other side of the Mm -hmm. business, right? And so I think that would be an important role. And so, you know, from a leadership standpoint, if you're running a business, you know, we we always feel like, okay, we have to, we have to, you know, fill this role, hire this role. But I feel like, and same with Tom, we want to hire them and then we, right away, we want to squeeze the juice. But I feel like, man, what if you didn't hire them for three weeks? You'd still have been okay. So now you're paying them for three weeks. So what? Don't throw them in the fire. Like, let them, like, I, I feel like a new agent now sitting with Brooke and Stacey for three days would be super powerful. Oh, for sure. I think any
0: organization, if you start somebody and they do uh, this, every job in the organization for one week, Oh. can you imagine what they would be in 10 years? just they know all aspects of the business and they'd be so valuable to the organization and i think about mindy yeah, Min- mindy's yeah. done she's done so many things in the organization and now when everyone's on vacation she can fill in almost any spot and thrive well she's gonna have to because somebody somebody <laughs> let both
1: of our admins go on vacation at the same time yeah i don't know who that would be yeah me either <laughs> it wasn't me yeah but uh it was tom yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. How are we doing on time, Chris? Um, so. Ag- 50 minutes
0: left.
1: No, how long have we been going? Oh, I, I got all day left. <laughs> I talked to this guy all day long. Um, So, I, again, I always want to provide value to our listeners, right? Sure. And, uh, and I think, you know, so often because we're in real estate, everyone thinks this is just about real estate, but. Man, life, you know, life. I, I, I always feel like if we can get lifestyle, then our business is going to take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as as you've gone through your journey, your, because we're all on a journey, we're still on a journey. <laughs> amen you know yeah um what are what are just some of the, i mean i know jesus is a big part of your life but but go, go a layer deeper than that what what is where what, what are the foundations that you stand on each day so that you know who you are right because i think again finding that contentment and that fulfillment we talk about inward instead of external right so so how do you do that besides just saying well jesus is my foundation i think that for me the last uh, the last five years
0: in my life I've learned so much about what it is to be a man what it is to be a husband and what it is to be a father and I think those three things if you can do those three things well everything else is kind of fall underneath it and so that's your foundation right like my wife is supposed to be my number one right and I'm supposed to put her first and I haven't done that every time. Right. And those are lessons that I'm learning every single day of the week. Yeah. And she'll tell you that I'm learning them. Right. But she's helping me. So if you learn to put somebody first and you learn to be a good husband and what that really means, like I never even knew what love meant. And I was married for 15 years before. When you understand what love truly means. So tell us what it is. You, you put the other, you don't matter anymore. You're, you die to but self. what about me? You die to self. That's tough. It's so hard that's as a tough. man and as a leader to do that. But you die to self. I don't know what that I'm not dying, bro. I don't know what that means. And sometimes you listen <laughs> to understand. Yeah. Not to respond. Not to try to fix it. Just to listen. Just listen. Because sometimes that's what you're there for is just to listen. She should be able to listen to us, or she should be able to talk and vent without judgment.
1: Well, that's what, what Cheplak always teaches us, right? Be a witness, not a judge. Mm-hmm. You know, I just said that to Ronnie this morning. You know, uh, he came to the gym with us, us two of the last three days, and, you know, I put a video of him on Facebook, of course, because if you're with me, you're going to be on Facebook. Um <laughs> And even though you say you don't like it, I know you do. Um, but but why? Because it's important. Because you know what? When it's out there, you're willing to say it. You're willing to reflect on it. Like people say, "Why are you on Facebook all the time? Like, why aren't you afraid of what people think?" No. Like I am who I am. I don't. I, I, you know, I always say this, right? I don't care what people think. And and then I go, well, I care, but it's just I am who I am. And if that doesn't jive with you, that's okay. Sure. You know, I mean, I care what people think. Obviously, I or I would, you know, I'd be out of business. Um, so that that. Um, Because we talk about this, right? I mean, some people in our group, I mean, we get deep in relationships with them. They come to us with some deep stuff. And we shared this with with somebody not too long ago, you know? And and we're like, just, you got to understand your relationship isn't about you. It's about her. Yes. It's not about what can you get out of it? What do you need? It's not, none of that matters. Just pour into her, pour into her, pour into her. And then things will start to come back to you and i use an example of of the gym right so people go to the gym they make their new year's resolutions they and they go to the gym for a couple of weeks and they don't see the results that they they thought and they stop you got to keep going and same thing with a relationship you got to keep going and going and going i mean you know, every single day, especially when you're thinking about it, when, you know, when, and I think that's what you're talking about these last few years and last few months. I mean, it always gets a little bit better just being so reflective of it and saying, what can I do better today than I did yesterday?
0: Sure. And it's I think it's uh, obeying what he's asking you to do. He's putting you in a position. Some people not even recognize that they're in the position because he wants you there. But once you sit back and realize you put me here, you believe in me let's do this, let's do this the right way. And if you, if I always think about that, why, why are you, why is this a pain point for me? You must want this off me, want the chisel. You mm-hmm. might want, this has got to come off me because it's not of you. You know what, that think, happens every day.
1: You know, I, I think here's a great example of leadership, right? Um, we stand here with the cross above us knowing we're not perfect Christians and, and we're cool with that because there aren't any. Um, but I think, you know, here's leadership. We believe in this. We don't make, we don't try to make anyone else believe in it, um, but it is who we are, um, and we both had different journeys to get there. Um, but we put it on a billboard. We're not afraid of it. We talk about it. We're not afraid of it. Um, People join our group and they're like, oh, my gosh, are they going to make me pray? Nope. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, you know, when we would lead meeting with prayer and we just do those same thing with taking the kids to school, you know, I pray with them every morning and half the time they're screwing off and acting crazy. And then that day that I forget to do it, they're like, Dad, you forgot to pray. Yeah. So you're doing these things over time and and you don't realize always the impact they have. And that goes back to the external. We want that immediate gratification. I mean, hell, we're in America. We want stuff before we even pay for it you know <laughs> so, so we're, we're taught to seek this immediate gratification but the truth is um the the true wins the things that really matter and that are uh lasting take time and they take a strong foundation and they take like micro like the micro things you do every no one's gonna go to the gym for two weeks and get fit no you know what i mean i mean it literally takes a year i mean it takes time uh, absolutely same thing with the re- relationship oh there's so much to
0: learn every single day. Every single day. And, and and I think that we just have to remember that it's okay to fail. It's okay to say, Oh my gosh, I that I was totally wrong saying that. That that that's not yeah. supposed to happen. And I'm sorry. It's okay to say that. Yeah. But so many men don't want to say that. They're their pride, you know. <laughs> well, They're always worried about right or wrong or what's the truth.
1: That goes back to society, though. The men got to be the strongest and the toughest and and so on and so forth. And and it was funny because somebody said the other day to our group, you know, what makes you men so strong inside of what you're doing is that you're in touch with your feminine side. And we're all like, huh? Yes. What's that mean? Another brilliant moment by him. (laughs) Right. And we're like, oh. And then he explained it. We're like, oh you're that's true you know and and i know one of the things that i think is really important and and again i'm trying to bring value to people running a business because i notice when i reflect on what we've done over time one of the things that i think is most powerful is what we just talked about we haven't changed who we are to grow no like we're not oh well you should do this and then i join your team no you're not you you know what i mean like and 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 so it's um we actually had this conversation, and you'll recall it once I share it. You're like, Well, you know, I don't know if they're a good culture fit. And I said, Todd, our culture has to be so strong that they become a culture fit or they weed themselves out. But, like, and I believe I- that, like, our mission should be to change lives. And we are now, you know, and I think it's that's so huge. Nine people or seven people at the gym last night. You know, that's having an impact. Yes. Um, So I think from a business standpoint is knowing who you are and knowing who you aren't and then living in who you are and being okay with knowing it might not be for everybody.
0: Absolutely. Amen. And and I'm I feel like that's what exactly happened to me and understand who I am yeah understand who i'm not and just
1: living out every day the way he wants me to live amen i love it all right well what we're uh we're gonna jump off here in just a moment i want to leave you with one thing um you're awesome you were awesome well i love you i love you man <laughs> it feels like we should kiss now no nah, we
0: can hug though
1: <laughs> brother man i appreciate I you. you so much yeah i, appreciate I love you, man. you and i love your wife and i love your family and i'm just have her could...
0: on she'll blow your oh, mind let's do it <laughs> i'm blow... just
1: grateful for you honestly yeah, me thank too. you amen all right guys peace thanks for tuning in. Check us out on iTunes, TapTunes, Flip Flop, wherever the <laughs> hell you find podcasts, go find it. And yes, I swear beneath the cross, now I feel bad, uh, but I'm not a preacher. Uh, I am who God made me and uh, this is just how I spread his word, I guess. So, um, Heath Evans also told me what's in comes out. So once you heal your heart, you'll swear less. I'm like, wow. Peace, everybody. And hair grease. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast.